Alright guys, welcome back. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Hempication. Um, I'm back on here today. Um, so what have I been up to? I had a birthday. And with my birthday came a lot of cannabis products. So I was really, really excited about that. Um, I got a... A single tube that had two um, birthday cake pre-rolls so that's one gram I got two free eighths from a friend of mine and another um yeah I don't know how many total I want to say like thousand worth of delta eight gummies thousand milligrams worth maybe I really don't know. Um, they're 50 um, milligrams each of cubes. Um, I don't know if there were 20 in there. So maybe that maybe it was 500 worth. Um, but yeah, those are going to last me a bit because I can't eat 50 milligrams. I think the first day I, I've tried them the past few days. So I tried half of one, which I thought was a third. So that was about fifty, about twenty five milligrams, which was super strong. I tried a like about a third the next day, which was like super strong still. Um, um, let me see a third. Yeah, it was about. Sorry, I'm trying to do math in my head. I kind of can't. Um, dude, <laughs> like seriously, <laughs> I'm not even really that bad at math, which is funny. I just, I really just can't think right now. Um, so let's say like give or take, um. 16, 17 milligrams of, uh, of, you know, Delta 8, um, and then, um, today I'm trying about a half of that, wait, no, 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 not, that was, so that was about a third, today I'm trying about a fourth, um, which would be, what's half of 25, about, um, let me see. Uh, thirteen. That doesn't make any sense. Wait. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. So twenty-five would be half. Um. Let me see. So I did half. No. 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 It's less than that. Let me see. So I did half was 25 well I got a phone call in the middle of that so I don't even know oh yeah I was trying to do math my god so like basically whatever is a half of 25 milligrams um so yeah that's about how much I took less than that less than that like um I don't know like 12, 12, 13 milligrams. I took maybe six or so, six, seven. Um, so yeah, but I've been liking this Delta eight. Um, I've had Delta eight before. Um, I don't know if it was called level or pro tab, one of those, um, something like that. Um, they have a Delta eight. I think it's Delta eight with CBD. And so I've had that in really low doses, but it was really expensive. And I guess these are very affordable and it's Delta 8. Um, so that's really cool. Um, <clears throat> but I basically really um, was first I was kind of testing it out. I was like, you know, I had I hadn't been that stoned in a really long time. 
like 25 milligrams is so much for me um so I hadn't been that level of stone for a pretty long time and then I had let me see about not not 25 like yeah with the so the first day was just to test it it was kind of funny because like I I kind of noticed that day that um you know I was watching I started watching Game of Thrones again because I was like I really want to watch something that I don't really remember but that interested me so I was like oh yeah I remember Game of Thrones I really liked it but the thing is is that it would be too intense for me um so it was like even though the story was really cool I was like man like it's pretty dark and like a lot of killing and you know a lot to pay attention to and it was just drama and I was kind of a little like I don't really want to like engage with drama you know because it's a little stressful to you know I, I don't know I work in a field where <clears throat> and I mentioned this before but I work in a field where there's a lot of you know like people's problems and symptoms and issues and you know being mistreated and not having money and you know all this kind of negative you know stuff about people's lives the last thing I want to do on my free time is to spend my time watching entertaining things that are about killing and death and trauma and it's like oh my god like I kind of deal with that on a regular basis for like eight hours every weekday so let me just not um but yeah, I I didn't really mind like with the cannabis with the with the Delta 8, I didn't really mind. Um it was really interesting that I didn't really mind. That that was something that really kind of threw me cuz I was like, oh, okay, like I can tolerate it cuz I don't really care. Um you know, and then I got hardcore munchies, guys. Like I had ordered um <clears throat> A burger and fries from Plant Power, I think it was. And then I ended up eating, like, an instant ramen after that. So, like, I ate dinner, like, twice. Um, the next day when I had the quarter, um, <clears throat> that was, that was a good amount for me. Um, I think that was a much better amount for me. Um, was about a quarter, um, because, you know, I still was pretty stoned, though, but, um, I feel like I was better able to maybe, like, um, process a lot of things, and that was kind of something that, to me, was, like, really important, I was like, well, let me, like, intentionally, you know, use this for, like, you know, I, I wasn't just trying to, like, trip balls. I was like, let me just use this. Um, <clears throat> but I might say at the higher dose, that 25 or so milligrams, um, it's pretty strong body high, like a, like a couch lock kind of body high. And the only thing I have to compare it to is the is the is the other Delta Eight that I had that was like a very small dosage, so I'm kind of wondering if this is Delta Nine because people say that Delta Eight isn't as strong as your you know what you get the Delta Nine in THC that you usually get in edibles. Um, Delta Eight is supposedly supposed to be less psychoactive more similar to CBD. This is what I thought. And maybe I thought that because the dose I had in the other one was so low. I've never had this high of doses of it. So it's either Delta 9 um <clears throat> or like it it's weird though. It doesn't really feel like the hybrid edibles that I'm commonly used to eating, the Delta 9 hybrids. It doesn't feel like a common indica or a sativa. I don't really have sativa edibles, really. Um, I've had maybe one, maybe two. I don't know. Um, I think I got some for my birthday once or something. I can't remember. Um, <clears throat> but yeah. Delta 8, Delta 9. Um, yeah, so... I kind of came to one conclusion, um, 
well, I don't know. It was easier for me to do yoga, easier for me to meditate, um, easier for me to do a lot of like good deep breathing for a length of time. You know, I was listening to like some Osho, some Alan Watts, some Sadhguru. Um, I mean, those are things I do anyways, but I mean, like, I feel like looking back, it was like, that was kind of like more like yesterday, a little bit of the day before, like it was pretty mm, mild other than the couch like I don't know it was a pretty severe body high and like I had to get up to go to the bathroom and I was like oh my gosh like because it's hot so you know I don't really wear a lot of clothing like I'm just sitting in my room by myself but I'm like you know when I leave my room I put on like shorts a t-shirt tank top whatever so I'm like putting on my clothes and I'm like man I'm like struggling to find balance my balance and I'm like dude like I'm like off balance I'm I want to like fall or trip and then like even like something as simple as like I need to wash my dishes cuz it's like the season where we can get ants and so I'm like I don't really want to leave a dish in my room overnight or like even packaging or like a a bag from like a burger or something in my room I try to clean it so I was like okay I'm going to like clean the dish and like take the trash you know to the kitchen and stuff and I was like, man, like, this is intense. Like, when I was, I noticed when I was, when I wasn't just laying there watching stuff or meditating or thinking, like, when I had to get up and move and go do something, I was like, whoa, like, it was a, it was a, it was a pretty out of body experience. Like, it, like, it felt like, okay, this is my body. Um, but I feel like I was very connected with my mind. Like, it was very mental. A lot of, like, heavy body feeling. Almost like... It almost felt like... Okay, so if you've ever seen, um, like, Gundams or, like, you know, Power Rangers or um, any kind of movie where there's, like, a big robot where there's, like, a human in it, kind of. But, you know, usually they're, like... And the Japanese ones are, like, operating, like, from a control panel. But then, like, you know, like, say if you had, like, armor, it kind of felt like that. It kind of felt like I was walking in my body that's armor. And I was, like, trying to move my body along. And I very much felt like that. Like, I was, like, forcing myself, my self, to move my body. Um, I don't know how to, how to better explain that, like... I feel like it was almost like an out of body experience because I felt like like I was struggling with it. Like it was almost like if somebody gave you some kind of armor that you'd never worn before and then you put it on and then you're trying to like do the movements you usually do. That's kind of how it felt. And that's the best I can probably describe it. It felt like I was walking with like, you know, heavy boots, heavy feet. My legs were heavy. Um, everything just felt so heavy and I was like what the heck it's so weird um super super weird um and I did feel pretty groggy the next freaking day um I think the next day after that um I didn't sleep too good because I got this roommate that likes to you know knock on people's doors she's got some kind of issue going on and in her mind is there's something like she's got some kind of delusional situation happening in her mind and you know so she gets a little at frazzled or something I don't know and she starts like knocking on her doors like that's part of her delusion I think she thinks something's going on or something's going wrong with us or something but she always seems to feel the need to knock on her doors and ask us if we're okay um and I mean, we're all fine, but I don't know why she's, like, knocking. But, you know, I was kind of like, it's 2 in the morning. Like, what? You know? And then the other person, no, she knocked on everyone else's door this morning at, like, 6 in the morning. So now we've had, like, two nights, like, back-to-back where I'm like, dude, you need to, like, chill. Um, I was pretty irritated by it, but... Last time, um, I talked a little bit about, let me see, about, um, how I kind of was able to kind of, I guess, connecting with my higher self and 
you know, when I was angry in a situation and trying to, like, figure out, like, you know, how to deal with having, you know, multiple choices and one of those choices is something that I am not comfortable doing. Therefore, that makes that is where the anger is coming from. Um, the anger isn't coming from, you know, it's feeling like, okay, I, am I a victim in this? That's what I was feeling angry for. But then it's like, okay, like, well, in reality, I do have a decision that I can make to put the ball kind of in my court, but it's just, you know, I wasn't comfortable asking people for money. So that kind of thing, um, money that, you know, they owe me. It's not like, you know, I wasn't like borrowing it. Um, but yeah, this time I feel like in addition to that heavy body feel of like moving, um, feeling like I was like moving an object, like, a little bit unfamiliar, like, I wasn't too connected with, like, my body movements as I usually am, like, it just felt like my mind wasn't as connected with what I was doing, like, there wasn't that automatic motor movement of, like, you know, put on your shorts, put on your shirt, go brush your teeth, like, you know, everything felt a little, slightly less familiar um, than what it would normally be like I wasn't able to move as quickly or as sharply or as like efficient like right like you know efficient and right like straight onto the you know the precision wasn't really there um I wasn't like stumbling and falling all over but I did feel like my mind was kind of like elsewhere maybe um, and I felt like, okay, I'm washing the dishes or like, I'm putting this thing away. I don't want to like forget any steps. Like I felt like I wasn't like in an automatic mode. Like everything was kind of like, I had to be very intentional. So when I was like brushing my teeth or something, getting ready for bed, I was like, okay, like I'm brushing my teeth. I have to turn on the water when I'm done and put this here, put this there. Like I was kind of like trying to remind myself to like do things to make sure I wasn't, like, just leaving my stuff, my stuff out on the sink, and other people would come across it, or, like, forgetting my dishes in the sink, and in the kitchen, and, like, not, you know, putting them away, or, um, I don't know, that kind of thing, like, putting my stuff not in the, in the sink, not putting my stuff, um, Um, like maybe not, you know, putting it in the fridge or leaving the fridge door open, like stuff like that. Like it was kind of stuff that like I would have automatically just like done and been like comfortable knowing that like, okay, it's very easily retained in my memory that I'm doing these things. And I would have known a hundred percent without a doubt that like, okay, I already did it, but I felt myself needing to like check that I, not like in a, in like an OCD kind of way, but like I felt myself having to like, okay, let me like double like thinking about it more and like double checking a little bit more, um, just to make sure it's like okay, did I did I wipe the sink when I was done? Did I put this away properly? Like it was kind of like I was doing things, but I wasn't like too sure that I had a hundred percent done it correctly, um, so. I don't know when it came to like meditating um I feel like the breathing like I wasn't as distracted for some reason I was able to just focus on you know wherever I was trying to guide my mind that came pretty easily um guiding my thoughts was pretty easily easy um emotionally I would say I remember being happy laughing at like certain stuff like in the show and like finding I was I was able to kind of like tell myself hey find find a reason why this is kind of funny and I kind of was able to kind of snicker and laugh at some moments and and you know Game of Thrones isn't really like that funny or like King of the Hill and stuff like that like I like that kind of like King of the Hill that kind of stuff 
Um, even though it's old, like I've watched it like I don't know how many times, but I like the show. It's funny. <laughs> um, and I was like laughing at that kind of stuff. Um, what else? What else? I was I was laughing at yeah Game of Thrones basically, and then I also. Um, yeah, with the yoga, I feel like the yoga was very, um, like my, my, my body was, was pretty stiff. Cause I think there were some days I wasn't really working out too good this week because my sleep was so off. Um, but I feel like my body was like pretty rigid um, but I felt like I was able to do it. Um, and there were some things I was thinking about where I was like, there's some stuff that I, that I've been trying to get done that I'm trying to like, kind of like decipher, like, what is it that's going on in my head that I just don't want to do these things? So one of the things was, um, kind of like when it comes to like depression, like, I, 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 I don't know how to describe it. Like, I get kind of low motivation and just kind of, like, not really wanting to do certain things anymore. Like, go out with friends. Like, everything just feels like it takes so much energy. But I, you know, and I get a little irritated e- easily, especially with, like, this roommate and all. Like, you know, but, I mean, she is pushing the limit. Like, she's not really being like too pleasant but um but yeah I noticed I, I I don't I wouldn't say I don't ever get sad or anxious that would be a total lie like I do experience sadness anxiety things like that um when they come it's not all the time thank god but um it does happen um but I've noticed too like like yeah I get this kind of like Maybe it's, like, a milder depression. Like, I don't have, like, the full-on, like, sadness so much as it is just, like, you know. And I and I wouldn't say it's it's because of weed. I'll put it that way. Um, it's something else. Um, because with weed, I know once I just start going through the motions doing something, I'll just do it. Like, I'll... Well, I haven't really done my taxes while stoned. But, I mean, like, stuff like that. Stuff that I really wouldn't want to do. I would totally do my taxes while I'm stoned if I could actually do it correctly. Um, but usually it helps me actually do stuff that I don't want to do. So there's certain stuff, like cleaning or, you know, the people I date... Um, and then like kind of like the, the, the kind of lower level of motivation I've been experiencing for a while now, um, either in my social life or just like with basic stuff, cleaning, tidiness. Um, I just kind of do it, like use it, like whenever it's just kind of a whenever sort of thing. Um, But there's kind of no excuse for some things where it's like there's it's kind of funny how how it's that's a phrase that's used like there's no excuse. And I was trying to think, like, is there an excuse? Like, what happens? Like, why is it that, you know, I've been feeling this kind of like, you know, just like low motivation um, just not wanting to do stuff, um, I mean, it's one thing to be like, oh, yeah, it's depression, it's like, okay, well, now what, you know, so what about that, you know, um, but I was kind of able to identify that, you know, I get this kind of energy that kind of comes up, it's kind of like an energy that kind of rises, I don't want to say rises up, because it's not going, like, from the bottom to the top, necessarily, but it's kind of coming to the surface, I guess I'll put it that way. There's like this energy that comes to the surface. It's like just a heavy. It just feels like like if I could describe it, it's almost like if there was like an invisible lead cloud. That's kind of how it feels like. So when there's certain stuff that I'm like, I know I need to do this because it's good for me. 
and it'll improve my life. It'll improve my, you know, current situation. I'll feel better about this. Anything like cleaning inside my car, um, you know, cleaning in my room. Those two things are like the biggest thing where I'm like, why can't I just freaking clean this stuff? Um, just, you know, just doing that basic stuff. And then I was like, why can't I just clean it? You know? Um, and I was like, that feeling comes up. It's just kind of like, it's almost like if I could describe it, it would almost be like, like in addition to that, like a lead, a lead ball, like a lead dark cloud that's like invisible, I would say, um, well, I'd say heavy, heavy over dark. It just feels like heavy, heavy, but invisible, like heavy. When I picture it, it doesn't have a color. It's heavy, but it's invisible. Um, so it's really, um, like, it's got some weight to it, a lot of weight to it. Um, is it too heavy a weight for me? I would say it's not too heavy, but when it comes to the surface, it's almost like there's another, uh, magnetic kind of, you know how they have like those opposite, opposite like poles, you know, when they have like the magnets. And so I feel like there's the opposite pole outside of me somewhere that's like a force that's like pulling me or keeping me you know using that mag magnetic force of energy to kind of keep me still so like I can observe that I don't want to do this I can observe that I'm able-bodied and, and capable of doing this and I've done um things like it in my life and I'll feel much better if I do I don't know if it's anything about not wanting to feel better, like just holding on to it just so it'll just never get done and keeping it unresolved. But for what reason? Like it doesn't make me happy or pleasant or like just always having this pending annoying thing um, that I don't want to do. But, you know, I do a lot of things that I don't want to do um, and find ways to do them. And these aren't even like major tasks. They're just like little things. So I did actually get better with the clothes folding. That's one thing I wanted to like, because it was getting out of hand. I was like, I have nowhere to put these clothes. I kind of just fold them and just like stick them on the bottom of my closet, which is fine. But then like after one or two days, you know, I've kind of like ransacked it looking for all the stuff that I've been trying to find. And then it's just like a closet full of clothes on the floor. And it's like, they're not folded in and neat anymore it's just a little messy so I was like well let me get those hanging shelves so I've been using those um and now I'm realizing okay there's a bunch of clothes and stuff that still stay down there that like I just never really use so I need to toss that stuff out um little by little though I think maybe I just need to work on portions um because just cleaning one whole thing I don't think that's really working for me because I don't really have the desire to really do it um there's really no accountability either because, like, I'm not allowed to really have guests. So it's not like, oh, my friends are coming over. Um, so I have to clean, you know. Um, but I do notice that I do have this, like, that that feeling that rises to the surface. It's like this energy that I sense that rises up to the surface. And it's like, oh, you're just kind of not going to do this. And I'm like, shoot, okay, well, I guess I'm not, you know. Um, but I look at it all day, every day. Cause like I'm working from home. So it's like, okay, now I'm like stuck in this mess and like, I'm just kind of sitting in it. Um, but you know, I wasn't really, it wasn't so much the mess. That's the issue. It's more of, you know, how do I get past not doing things that I don't want to do? Um, I was trying to like observe that that kind of mindset of like improvement um you know I used to kind of not care about certain stuff um regardless of how like you know there's a point in my life when I had like almost no awareness 
into, you know, my emotions or my feelings. Like, I could tell, okay, I'm waking up a little later or having trouble waking up. But, like, I didn't, I wasn't easy on myself through grad school, through a lot of things. Um, I, I, you know, on occasion, I'd say maybe once, maybe twice, I'd have, like, a bad day in the school year where I'd be like, I'm just gonna, you know, call out of classes and just not come in. Maybe once a year, twice a year tops, if I wasn't really, like, sick or something. But I was pretty dedicated. I was really self-motivated. Even when, you know, my mood wasn't good, my sleep wasn't good sometimes. Uh, um, I've always had trouble sleeping. And, you know, I never used to take melatonin. I never used to, like, really smoke any anything or take any cannabis or THC or Delta 9 or any Delta 8 or CBD or anything like I don't remember ever really taking I think I took NyQuil before when I was sick um I got into taking NyQuil on occasion and I would take it to sleep while I was sick and I realized oh this helps me sleep really good and you know um this was like early earlier like maybe college days, I can't remember, maybe earlier college. Um, That's one of the first times I ever had that. And then I remember getting it again without having a cold, just because I was like, well, this will help me sleep. And I did sleep. But then I didn't use it for long because I would wake up and I would be so groggy. I'd be like, it's the, the trade-off isn't worth it. You know, the grogginess isn't worth it. And I do remember I used to use a lot more stimulants too. But then like stimulants as in caffeine I used to be a lot heavier of a coffee drinker um even on weekends I remember I used to drink um more like energy drink um what are they called like pre-workout type of things um and you know those do create a lot of energy for me and I was burning a lot of energy too because I had so much energy um so those are some changes I've noticed that, you know, I do take things after work for sleep or for relaxation at night or whatever. And then I don't take as much caffeine in the daytime. So that would be one thing is that my energy is kind of lower just in general from decreasing the stimulants and increasing things that are like more relaxing, even though it's not while I need to have the energy, it could potentially still be affecting my energy the next day. Um, That's possible. Um, but I just don't see it in all things, which is the interesting part. Like there is some stuff that I'm able to just like do. So I don't know where it's all coming from. I'm trying to really get to the bottom of it. Um, maybe I just, maybe my mind and body just decided, Hey, this is the time this is going to happen to you. And like, you'll just deal with it. And this is your life for now. Um, and that's fine too. I mean, I don't want that necessarily because, you know, it's annoying, but at the same time, it's like, maybe I do need to sit still a little bit because I have spent like years and years just like, like the freaking energizer bunny. Um, so I am kind of learning to kind of sit still, even if it means like maybe more still than I need to be. Like, I feel like when I was way busier plowing through and stuff, I just, I had incorporated into my busy routine the stuff that I needed to do. Like, just because I was always busy, that kind of created more of a momentum for me, I guess. Um, so, for example, I remember I used to... Um, I used to... Um, you know, I used to wake up, too. I, just even thinking about this is like, I would not do this. There's, like, no way I could do this again. I used to wake up, like, I don't know, early enough to leave by 6.20 a.m. And I used to shower in the mornings, too. So 6.20 a.m., I would be pretty much out the door for my 8 o'clock class that was 40 or so miles away that took me about an hour and a half to get to. Um, No, it took less. So if I left at, like, 6.30, 6.40... I would barely maybe make it at 8 o'clock. Like, that was like, I'd be rushing. If I left at 7, I would be late for an 8 o'clock class. Because on campus, like, you still have to get onto the campus, find parking, 
if you're not early, early, like if you're closer, the closer you get to on time, there are going to be more and more people taking the spots. And so, you know, I parked in one lot. Um, so... Let's see. I was able to have my car just kind of like where it was, you know, on the lot. But then the walk to class was, it wasn't even like five minutes. It was like long. Like, because I had to walk all the way across like this gigantic university campus. Like there was a center of the campus that was like a whole like little park in the middle Like, I walked all the way across, because the campus is, like, in a circle. Um, So I cut through the circle to the building I needed to be at. Um, I think before, when I I didn't know the campus well, I used to just walk around the circle, because I was like, well, I'll eventually find it. But I don't know my way around there anymore. But, I mean, it was far. It was probably, like, a 15-minute walk. Um... And yeah, so when I would park at like 620 or and so I I would get there at like six, seven ish, seven ish, a little after seven, seven fifteen, seven o'clock. I would get near campus. I used to almost every day get a um loaded breakfast burrito from Carl's Jr. with no meat and sit in the car and eat that. And then I go to class. Um because like I, I didn't want to waste time getting to school, so I would eat before. And I was usually early, and I was motivated to get there because I needed breakfast. And then, you know, I would get there, go to class probably all day, drive all the way back home over an hour home. Sometimes I worked right when I got back. I'd work till 6 or so, or 3 or so. No, 6. Um, and then... You know, I'd usually study at night and then I'd wake up in the morning and do it again. Um, So I got a little exercise. I mean, I ate like a college student. I would eat stuff on campus when I was on campus. I would get fast food between a little bit of working and, you know, I would, I would, you know, I wasn't healthy, healthy. Um, But the momentum was definitely going. I feel like I didn't have as much downtime, you know, because when you're a student, you don't really have downtime like you study. You study before class, you study before you leave for school, you study after school. It's not like work where you just work and then like you're done working. And so I noticed too, since I don't have a job where I'm working overtime, um, I do still have more time. Um, and because I don't have to leave the house to go to work every single day, um or every single weekday, like, that kind of helped me doing more errands, because I would do errands on the way home, or, like, go to the gym, I never really liked to go straight from work to home, I would rather have, like, a little buffer between, just to kind of break things down, I'd get home a little bit later, just in time for dinner, because I like to eat around six something, um, but yeah, I'm just thinking about how I never really had, you know, I've always had trouble sleeping, but I never really had, that trouble, I mean, I still have trouble sleeping, even, I mean, I don't think that, like, hemp products, cannabis, CBD, all that, like, uh, melatonin, I still wake up at night sometimes, so it's not, like, a foolproof or, like, a certain, like, 110% um, thing that's gonna help with that, Um, but, yeah, energy-wise, and as far as that kind of um, it's a different energy. It's not like an energy that makes me feel like, like when I want to move, when I want to start doing something, I feel almost like, not like blood rushing, but kind of like, um, like there's almost an energy that makes, makes it like just one more, one more thought into this and I'm already going to be moving versus that other energy, that opposite energy that I'm talking about. It's almost like something that's like forcing me to stay put. 
Um, so that's kind of what it feels like. It's like a, it's like a, it's, it's an energy that's kind of controlled by my mind, but it feels like, I don't know if it feels like somebody's controlling my mind. I don't know if I would go that far. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've, I've kind of learned over the past couple days that that heavy energy can be broken down almost as if you had like a, like a sledgehammer and you kind of break it and crack it into pieces and then kind of dissect each of those pieces little by little throughout a course of a length of time so that yes it eventually gets done just not as the one you know one task a single task and part of me and this is all like under the influence of this delta eight I wasn't like thinking this way like without it I was like part of me is able to come to terms with like kind of made like a a decision of like okay yeah I agree I'll agree to that I'll agree to breaking down this super complex situation into microscopic pieces that I can work on while dissecting them um because I feel like there's so much more behind it that like my body my mind doesn't really want to part with maybe the lessons and the um the deeper situations going on behind it i feel like my my mind wants to learn about it my soul wants to know what's going on and have an understanding about this and do something about it over a length of time because some of these things, they're tasks I can do. They're not that hard. It's not that complicated. You know, like, it's almost as if I would be feeling like I'm disabled or something. Or, like, you know, like. But I think that is why it's kind of stayed without any movement. Because, you know, there's a part of me that definitely wants to hold on to it but I was like why would I want to hold on to this and I think that's kind of the conclusion I've kind of the conclusion I've kind of come to is that part of me wants to hold on to this for the lessons and learning and to dissect it and to learn from each inch of of the situation that's going on and not just okay let's sweep this up and then it'll be done and then this mess is going to come back again like I think there's part of me that's like tired of that because I've noticed it too with like when I when it comes to like financial planning, when it comes to trying to exercise a little bit more and like yoga and meditation more. And, you know, I'm not eating like super healthier because mostly I'll be honest, the reason why it's hard for me to eat healthy is because because, you know, if I get the munchies, I'm not eating healthy anymore. So um, and that kind of cuts into my spending, too, because, you know, the isolation and with the distancing and then like the laziness and wanting to just buy Uber Eats like oh my gosh Uber Eats is going to be the end of my wallet like come on like I need to stop seriously but um yeah I feel like it's something that needs to be worked at over time that I haven't been letting myself finish as one big project because it's something that I don't want to have continuing even if it does need to take a long time I feel like it needs to take a long time so I can dissect it and look at it and see what's going on um it's almost like when when people say someone got a gastric bypass or like got their a tummy tuck or something you know for their cosmetic appearance or like went through this whole you know hired a trainer and you know started you know feeling fit and you know and then you know, something happens and like three, four, five years later, you know, they're back where they started. Like, I feel like that's kind of where my mind is like, you need to figure out what's going on with all this stuff. And it's going to take you some time. And I'm not going to let you just rush through it. 
and you're going to sit and learn and do it and, you know, teach yourself how to do these things. It's almost like when someone teaches themselves how to walk or like teaches themselves how to read, it's like, you know, your mind just decides that, hey, we're going to take the time to do this. And, you know, not I'm not just talking about the cleaning, but it's like there's a lot of mindsets that I have that I've had for a long time that I I can tell my mind wants to just slowly learn about them and change them by learning, not change them just by action, because anybody can clean something, anybody can fix something, anybody can just do something simple like that. But I mean, it's up to me to know how to continue to be there and I I do feel like when I look around I'm like I feel a little behind with a lot of stuff like um like a lot of stuff like I'm not even gonna go through the list like I look around and I'm like I am behind with so much stuff but also when it comes to intellectual interests or there's certain other stuff that I notice I'm not like, I don't want to say I'm like ahead of people, but there's certain things that I feel like I'm able to do just because I don't participate in life the way that a lot of other people do. I'm not a big TV watcher. There's a lot of stuff that I did just isn't, is you know, this mainstream that I just don't do just because I'm, I'm a little bit of an oddball kind of person. Like I kind of just do things my own way, march to the beat of my own drum. Um... I'm cool with it. I'm okay with it. I don't think it gets in my way socially. As far as other people, I mean, I feel like I have enough social interactions and friends and people to be around that um, no one's ever like, oh, like, the way you are is, like, a problem for me. But, I mean, I don't feel anyone saying that. I don't see anyone saying that. I mean, people still invite me out. They seem to want to hang out. People want to do stuff together. We make plans. We buy tickets to do things. Like, I'm, I don't feel like people are, like, avoiding me. And if they are, they're really doing a terrible job at avoiding me. But I don't feel like people are avoiding me. But, um... I do feel... Um... Pretty... Um... I mean, I feel a lot of things. I don't know how to describe a lot of them. I feel like I'm getting... I can tell that I'm getting kind of in touch with different energy forces, with different mental, you know, understandings of things about myself. I don't really know if it applies to everybody. But, you know, I'm developing a lot of... um ability to connect to energy of different sorts and kind of be able to understand it um and then there's other stuff that I noticed too like like one of the things the reasons why I have so much trouble sleeping um while why I always have is because there's something about that feeling between I'm so glad that this came back to my memory because I totally thought that I I wasn't gonna remember the second the second thing that other than other than the the cloud the the heavy cloud and the heavy invisible cloud other than that um yeah I was thinking about like sleep and kind of like control there is that that slip out of the control realm that you're kind of conscious of but you're not fully able to do anything with like you're you're conscious enough that you can pull yourself out of it but you're not conscious you're not conscious enough to like fully tune into what's going on outside of you um you're more tuned into whatever your mind is doing at that time if you're dreaming or daydreaming or thinking or whatever and I noticed, too, I was like, I don't like that. It's not really the losing control feeling. I don't want to call it that. But I don't like that feeling of when you're slipping from one into the next. Um, 
I don't know specifically what it is about that. Like, I feel it pretty strongly. Um, and it's just kind of a feeling that I haven't come to terms with so easily. And it's annoying because, you know, it happens every night. Like, when you're falling asleep, you're either, you go from wake to sleep. But then there's that little period between And I don't know what it is if I'm able to, like, pay attention to things in that state of mind sometimes more. And it's kind of, it kind of creeps me out. I'll put it that way. It's not, it's not, like, super scary. Like, I'm not having nightmares or visions or anything. But I always feel like that, that part of my mind and the world at that time when I'm passing from sleep, from wake to sleep, whatever that period of time is between is, you know, something that, you know, there's a part of my mind that really wants to explore that and wants to be in it for a length of time, probably longer than normal. Because I feel like most people just feel that way. And then they're like, all right, I'm going to go to sleep. But for me, I feel like I feel that way. And then I'm like, oh, this is heavy, you know, or like, oh, this is interesting. And it starts happening. And then I'm like, oh, this is what's happening. I'm like slipping into sleep. And then I get a little curious about my senses and other stuff, you know, when I'm in that phase. And it kind of gets a little disruptive to me falling asleep because I'm like, oh, like some thing happened but like how come when I wake back up I can't like remember what I was doing or what I was thinking um it's kind of stuff like that where I'm just like it kind of I don't know it's just hard to really explain with words I don't really talk about this stuff so I don't really know like what it is but um I've always kind of been interested in it since I was pretty young But when I was young, it really bothered me. I always just kind of really hated falling asleep. Um, Like, I don't think, I don't think, from what I know, I don't remember any time where I've had, like, anything happen, like, at night to the point where I would be, like, concerned enough to not sleep. Like, I haven't had any, like, weird, like, disasters come up or, like, people do anything to me like you know I feel like I'm lucky nothing's really happened so I don't know guys this is my life right now (laughs) um it's weird always is probably always will be